Bandwidth for Erotic Awakening is provided by Black Matrix and Kira, Denmark's kinkiest bloggers. Find links to their blogs in today's show notes and use Google to translate into English. Little Slut still comes out as Little Slut. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an educational and entertaining exploration of all things erotic. From sacred sexuality to fetishes, power exchange relationships and leather life, BDSM to polyamory, as well as simply fun kink. Each week, we bring you a diverse offering of erotic life in its many forms. This podcast includes frank discussions of highly sexual topics. If you are offended by this type of content or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. Hi, Dawn. Hi, Dan. How are you today? I'm doing really good. Welcome to episode 139. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I just got a little thrill. <laughs> it's so funny because every once in a while, and a fair number of times, people ask me, what do I do to make Dawn giggle? And it's like, hey, your response is always do something funny. Yes. But most of the time, it doesn't really take much. No, not at all. It's just a look. <laughs> so today on the podcast, uh, we're going to be talking about uh, another aspect. We're going to be talking about sex. Yes. But we're going to be talking about sex, um, and we, we may call it sacred sexuality, mm-hmm. or, but the key to what we're going to talk about today is sex that, that does not involve penises going into vaginas. It does not involve the intercourse. The in, well, we'll see For about that. For the most part, okay. <laughs> It'll be sex that does not involve penises going into vaginas. That's as far, Ooh. considering we just made this topic up 10 minutes ago. <laughs> Let's not put too many caveats on it. So, yeah. And until we get to the question of the day. Now, the question of the day is about, um, and this is actually penises. (laughs) It's about penises and uh, what to do when they're not working the way we want them to work. Right, right. And really, that's um, because somewhat of a serious topic. But Mm -hmm. hopefully, we have some good advice around that. I think so. And then we have just ass loads of other things to talk about. Yeah, little notes on this and that and what's coming up. And, you know, we must have had a little dry spell for a little bit because all of a sudden I'm looking at the calendar again going, whoa, whoa. (laughs) We are um, a little booked. We are a little booked. Uh, Speaking, and, and as a matter of fact, we realized. Uh, on the last last podcast, we mentioned, hey, how great we ran out of books. We sold off all of our books. Uh-huh. <laughs> and now we're looking at, we have like five events turning around in the next 10 weeks or so, and we don't have any books. Yep. That's kind of like not what you want to do when you sell not books. Not what you want to do. So, but that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. And we're looking at how many we ordered, and we may need to order some more. So, But that's a great thing, you know? I... I, I enjoy that people are getting stuff out of it absolutely where is that one book going to by the way the one book denmark oh is it yeah and but they're not related to the kinky bloggers yes they are oh it is it is them oh okay yeah okay yeah so on the uh, front bump this morning or this app this on this podcast <laughs> you heard us mention black matrix and kira we actually reviewed i think it was black matrix mm-hmm. black matrix's blog blog some time ago he no longer blogs in english but um, I tell you that Google Translate turns it right into American porn. Yeah, yeah. From, it's, a, it's a little choppy, but, but you get the idea. So 
But it was good stuff. I remember reading something off their blog. It's been a long time ago, but it was hot. <laughs> it is hot. Oh, did you read the uh, the stuff about the woods that they just did? Yeah, I did. So I asked. <laughs> she said something about. Uh, I did not read that on the blog. I actually asked her through email oh, okay. because she said something about they were getting ready to go out and do some some naughty stuff in the woods. So I asked her yesterday how that went, and she proceeded to let me know how naughty it was. <laughs> Lucky girl. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty naughty. So yes. they are. A um, uh, a pagan MS married kinky sacred sexual slutty. S- oh yeah, they're all that stuff couple. we are, and maybe a little bit more <laughs> in Denmark. And um, I will put their. Uh, I could say, I could read you the blog names, but I'll just put them in the show notes. Oh yeah, because that one I I can't pronounce it. It's yeah. <laughs> words, Denmarkish. Yes, what is words that, that start with words that start with D and have more than eight letters. Hurt yeah. my head. So uh, a shout out to Black Matrix and Kira, and also um, so it's really neat the old international flair thing going yes. on. So well, and and we do have the international flair. As a matter of fact, I need to apologize to someone because I got my uh, my names mixed up on the last podcast and and contributing something about cosplay to someone in Canada when in actuality it was to DJ in Australia. <laughs> so I'm just getting my countries mixed up. I'm sorry. Uh, isn't Spicy from Australia Spicy as well? Spicy is from Australia too, and that's one of the ones I, I, I just, her name just wasn't popping into my head last time. And, you know, definitely want to give a shout out to Spicy. That's who sent us that book. So, oh, right on, right yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. So we just was flipping through that again the other day. And, you know, if you guys would like to get us out to Australia, maybe we just need to get the Australians to group together. And We keep saying that. I know, I and, know. And then one more, when we while we're sticking with the whole international bit, one more mm-hmm. real quick. We are uh, actually reaching out to our fans in the UK. We have some fans in the UK that have written into the show and said, hey, I want to know um, where... I can go find some kinky fun goodness. Mm-hmm. So we don't know. We haven't been to the UK. And actually, I cannot find for the life of me. We interacted a little bit with a threesome in the UK. Right. A master slave slave couple. Slaves, yeah. Hopefully you guys still listen to the podcast. If so, write in and we will do some kind of weird UK hookup meetup that we're not even attending. That would be so neat to do an <gasps> EA meetup. That would. Even if we're not there. No, I want to be there. <laughs> It'd be more cooler if we were there. It would so. be cooler if we were there. So, and while we're doing shout outs, I want to give a shout out to Sexy Sadie. So, I've been chatting with her recently. She's been asking some questions. And, um, you know, she, she's been in a little work situation that's been kind of rough. And today she found out she's getting out of it early. Well, so, woohoo, she gets to come back home. Good for you. So, yay. Always nice when we get to actually meet some of these people. Yes. And we just got to meet her not long ago. Yes. So So let's go. Let's just jump right into the question of the day. Okay. Because I'm sure that if I'm a podcast listener, I don't know how many of these shout outs I can handle if it's not my name being said. Oh, that's true. So we will jump in. in. (laughs) Right in and I'll give you a shout out. Uh, So our question of the day is... I've read that male... Oh, by the way, so on a caveat on this question of the day, mm-hmm. we asked the person... The person wrote us and said, can you help us with a particular issue? Mm-hmm. And we said we'd be more than happy to... We kind of like to use it for the question of the day. Right. And they said they would be more than happy to have us use it as the question of the day because it is something that could help other people. Mm-hmm. Male erectile not workiness... Right. ...is not something that guys get to talk about. It's not something they talk about with other guys often. Mm-hmm. Um, and every time... I have talked to my doctor about my dick. Right. Um, it, the answer is always Viagra. 
And it's yeah. not even about my dick not working correctly. You know, you could say pretty much anything other than, a, you know, I mean, I'm not talking about a lump on my dick or anything. Right. But their answers are always chemical. Mm-hmm. And although that is appropriate sometimes where it's not the full discussion, right? Right, right. Though I do want to caveat, you know, before we get into the rest of the discussion, that you still do need to bring it up to your doctor. It could be high blood pressure. It could be diabetes. It could be something like that. So, mm-hmm. you know, get a little bit blood work done and, and check into that. But, uh, you know, Dan's also got some, some tips and tricks that may come in handy. Absolutely. And I will try and caveat when I'm talking about experience or mm-hmm. when I'm talking about someone else's experience. Right. Um, so the question is, the question is, and they gave us permission to use their names too. And, um, they said, unnecessary, right. Well, they said it was a way to uh, get past the shame of it. Oh, so I kind of understand that, but I didn't write their names down. (laughs) So (sighs) good. They probably had second thoughts. Uh, Well, (laughs) you know who you are. So here's the question of the day. I've read that male orgasm is in theory possible without ejaculation. I'm guessing that's the case, and it should be possible without erection. Or perhaps it's the other way around. Am I right? If so, do you know where we'd start? I really haven't found any resources on the nitty-gritty how-to, and we haven't been successful on our own. So there you go. Right. So, and I mean, the the basis of the question is, I mean, obviously it was a longer email than that, and um, but basically talking about how even though he's excited, that it's, it's just not working for him physically. So mm-hmm. they're just trying to come up with other ways. And it doesn't sound like it's going to make or break their sexual connection. They just want to see how to get more pleasure out of it. Right. So, and, and to see if there's other things they can try. Because they really don't want to go the Viagra route. So. Okay. Well, I, I just, so to start off. Start off with the whole, go talk to your doctor first. If you have a physical problem, right, then all the technique and Taoist blah, blah, blah in the world isn't going to help, may not help, right. may or may not help. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where you want to start. Right. Now, better living through chemicals. I have various opinions about that. But we did know. So we've known a variety of people. I knew, we knew one person who had a... Um, was unable to gain an erection, and I cannot recall the physical reason for it, but he also had a blood pressure issue, which prevented right. him from taking um, Viagra, Viagra or, yeah. or any kind of erectile dysfunction drug like that, the common ones. Right, and then I know somebody that um, had the, the ED problem, and his was because of diabetes. So the person that I'm thinking of, the first person I'm thinking of, and, and you know, when I'm saying we heard, this is not we heard about these guys. Mm-hmm. These are friends of ours that right. we sat down and talked about. Now, he had a particular, a shot that he injected into his body, and it gave him a oh, four-hour that's erection. that's right. That's right. There's a, um, so that's one medical way to go. That's one of those that he had to schedule when they were going to have sex because yes. he had to go to the doctor to get the shot. And they would have a hotel room like around the corner from the doctors, you know, and he had to pay for this shot. So, mm-hmm. you know, that they would do the whole weekend around it. And yeah. So that's certainly, that's certainly, you know, one thing that we've encountered, not what we're really shooting for here. Mm-hmm. Just talking about things we've encountered. Um, and as you, a long, long time ago, I met a fellow who had one of those, had a pump in his dick. He had a little pump mm-hmm. that would give him an erection, right? Huh. So, okay. So those are two 
things. Options, of yeah. course. Now, I, yeah, I will talk for myself, right? I have used Viagra. Mm-hmm. Not a big fan. I've right. used Cialis. Not a big fan. Oh, that just gave you back pains. The Cialis gave me back yeah. pains. It did give me an erection. Mm-hmm. I don't have erectile dysfunction. Right. Um, but I feel like as an educator, I want to be well-informed. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like the idea of having an erection anytime I want, whether my body's into it or not. I'm an older man. Sometimes I'm less enthusiastic than others. It's, and I got no problem with the idea that, you know, I want to explore before I give anybody advice about Viagra. Right. I want to say, here's how it was for me. Right. Unfortunately, because I'm not coming from a perspective of having true erectile dysfunction. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how valuable that is. Right. But I, and, I'll, and I'll tell you what the difference is. Viagra did indeed give me a hard on, but it was very physical. Now, if you're the kind of person who likes physical sex anyway, mm-hmm. works great. Cialis, little, same sort of thing. I right. personally am more of a whole body eroticized person. Mm-hmm. So that's where the erectile dysfunction drugs have limitations for me. Right. So Because it focuses all the energy in one spot so is that what you're Mm -hmm. what you're saying so okay now that makes sense to get to this person's actual question though is this whole ejaculation uh have an or male orgasm without ejaculation yes that's quite possible Mm -hmm. now i had to actually look in my little logs way back in ea 027 027. Oh, wow. We did an episode called Orgasmic Mastery. We did an um, interview with a cat named Destin Garrick. Oh, yeah. Remember I that? remember that. I remember that. He is a California state certified somatic sexologist through the Institute of Advanced Studies of Human Sexuality. On Somatic. Nice. Sexologist. Yes. Somatic means body-based. So we talked about, uh, and actually he has a course called a. a orgasmic mastery and mm-hmm. I, I went through the course so i wasn't that we allowed it. to because i'm a girl yes so. and yeah yeah it just it kind of feels kind of weird because i don't have much to contribute except what i've experienced with other guys well you've been a partner for the yeah, orgasmic mastery thing oh that's true oh yeah <laughs> and he has a um and I, I think it was like a 10 week or 10 session class Right. The other men in the class found it very useful. I found aspects of it very useful. I'm not going to go through the whole darn thing again. The book is out there, or the episode number 27. You can hear how I thought about it, and you can hear an interview with him. I did find it of value if you have no background in separating ejaculation from orgasm. On the flip side, you could go out there and get a book called Male Orgasm. Multiple, Multiple Male, male orgasm. orgasm. Thank you, yes. by a cat whose first name starts with M and last name is Chatak okay. or something like that. I will have to put a link. I'm making a note to put a link in there. Same sort of thing. The theory behind all this is you can have it's really it's really straightforward. Here's what you're doing. You're controlling your PC muscle, a boy mm-hmm. PC muscle, so that when you ejaculate, you tighten that muscle so the ejaculate doesn't actually come out of your dick. I'm making mm-hmm. great hand signs right now that nobody can see. <laughs> It'd be lovely if you could see yes. the hand signs because you're like grabbing the <laughs> So what happens is because you don't ejaculate, you still have the orgasm. You still have the sensation. Right. Like orgasm, but you don't actually ejaculate. Right. It allows your um, uh, cockles, allows your cock to get hard again much, much, much faster. Mm-hmm. And, and for me, at this point in my life, this age I am, um, I'm, likely, I'm not likely to do shoot more than once a night. 
I mean, if we get started early, that's different, <laughs> right? So it does allow uh, you to allow, this is why they call it male multiple orgasms. They separate orgasm from ejaculation. Right. Makes and it's sense. done by preventing ejaculation. See, and I have felt you being on the receiving end of that. Mm-hmm. I have felt you there's, there's a breathing techniques and stuff that you use. So I can feel you doing the breathing techniques and I know that's what you're working on. And then I feel the, uh, the orgasm without the ejaculation. Mm-hmm. So I can feel that. I mean, energetically and just the way the body reacts and stuff, that's really kind of weird. Kind of. I was going to say weird, but <laughs> it's not weird, weird. But, you know, well, I was going to say weird and wicked, you know, kind of in the same sentence because it's really neat. Mm-hmm. It's really neat. The, the other thing that is worth mentioning here is the tantric technique is to not just simply not have an orgasm. And it teaches orga- uh, techniques to not come at all, mm-hmm. not just controlled ejaculate, but not have an orgasm at all. Um, it's s- similar concept, right? I, mm-hmm. I prefer the Taoist version, the the uh, ejaculate control versus just not having an orgasm. Um, but regardless, when we come back to our actual, and you, you again, we talk about all this in episode number twenty-seven. If you really want to dig a whole episode about it, go listen to that. But that comes back to our actual question of the day. No, unfortunately, it is the other way around. It, it does assume that you have a erection, and it's the ejaculation that you control. Right. Um, so they're saying it's possible without an erection. Um, no, really. I mean, I suppose it would be. Uh, but it really implies that there is an erection hanging around. And really what the, the technique is that you do have an erection, you're trying to prevent ejaculation. Right. Um, so, and, but that's talking about all the physical aspects of it. I mean, there's other ways to have orgasms too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and that's more about the, the topic that we were going to talk about in general. Yes. And we'll get to there in a moment. Mm-hmm. So the and maybe should I say anything else? So that's really the answer to the question of the day. Yeah. So I would say... Keep listening because we have a lot more to say about, in general, taking right. your dick out of the equation and right. taking, you know, taking that PIV PIV <laughs> out of the equation. Yes. So, um, short version question of the day: uh, It is possible to have ejaculate. It is possible to have orgasm without ejaculation, and we dig into it on episode twenty-seven with some resources. Yes. Okay. Thank you for the question. Yes. It was a good one. Um, if you would like to write in a question of the day, whether it's about general penis things or mm-hmm. about my penis specifically <laughs> or any other topic, you can write us at Dan and Dawn at eroticawakening.com. Yes. So, or um, we can be found on FetLife under Erotic Awakening, two words. And we can be found in all other ways or where we'll be presenting past podcast episodes and other stuff can be found at www.eroticawakening.com. You might even find out the next secret we have coming up. Oh, we have two secrets coming up. The next one's in six weeks, right? Yes. Okay, let's, let's just keep going. <laughs> That's called a tease, mm. I think. Hey, have you heard about the International Power Exchange Contest? I have, actually. Uh, we'll talk about that more later. Matter of okay. fact, we might actually interview somebody this weekend <gasps> That's about it. right. That is a They're good fucking idea. They're going to be in idea. town. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of this weekend, what are we doing this weekend? We are doing a lot this weekend. So um, feels like it anyway. We have a local event. 
Cope. Which Cope. You, if you listen to the Monday podcast, they talked, Barak and Sheba talked a little bit about, oh, you and I were on that too. Yeah, we were on that too. So Central Ohio Perversion Excursion. So, and um, it's a pretty big event, sells out really fast. Mm-hmm. So lots of kinky people, lots of, lots of our uh, kinky leather family, I guess is how I would call it. So usually a great time. And we're also doing a Scarlet Sanctuary tomorrow night. And we got looking at it and um, it's been a year. Yeah. Since we've done a Scarlet Sanctuary. There was one year we did like four of them in a year. And then, you know, between Dayton and Cleveland and Columbus. And then we kind of had a hiatus yep. for the last year. So everybody's kind of itching and getting ready to get back in there. We have the POTQ graduating class going to mm-hmm. be helping us out. And, yeah, lots of good stuff. That would be the Path of the Kadishti Level 1 yes. class. And uh, if you are interested in learning sacred sexuality, and this one unfortunately is limited to Mm -hmm. the central Ohio, or the Ohio, I should say, area of the United States. I think they're doing a session in Chicago, too. Oh, really? This time around. Well, I'd say the Midwest, then, of the United States. Mm -hmm. Uh, The the level, the current level one group has completed Mm -hmm. the level one, and will at least as of tomorrow, actually. Right. uh, Saturday, they'll be actually finally graduated. Yes. And uh, my understanding is that uh, our teachers for that, Lindsay and Sherry, are going to start up a new session of mm-hmm. students. Yep. So you'll want to head over to eroticawakening.com slash POTQ to find out more about that and get on board. Yes. Um, All that energy, sacred sexuality Are you going to mention stuff. the other thing that's going on at COPE, though? So, which... <laughs> I was going to ask which other thing. Let's see. There's some cosplay going on because of the theme which is superheroes and supervillains. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. yeah, yeah. You're going to be doing a little cosplay, too, no, though, I'm not doing if cosplay. they raise enough money. So. I'm not doing cosplay. So, yes, yes, we have the dress picked out. Yes, I, this is not cosplay <laughs> in my mind. I don't know. So we, what, on, one of the, on Monday's podcast, uh, episode 138, I made mm-hmm. some random comment that I would, <laughs> if they could raise $250 for the <laughs> charities that COPE uh, represents, in addition to whatever they're already doing, right? then I would put on a dress for Saturday night. Right. And unfortunately, everyone took it very seriously. And now there's a donation and page up on Erotic Awakening. Mm-hmm. And I've said I would put pictures up and everything. So there, Yeah, the dress has been picked out and ready to go because donations are coming in. Though they haven't hit the $250 yet. So maybe Susie doesn't get to come out and play. I'm okay with that. I think I undervalued the whole $250 thing. I think it's going to be fun. So cool, cool. So what else do we have coming up? I mean, we, t- we talked about being busy, and, and we are, because I was thinking we only had three more events until the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And we do. We've got three more big events. We've got COPE. We've got Kinky College in Chicago. And we've got Spanksgiving in St. Louis. And those are the those are the three remaining weekend long, weekend long hundreds hotel, of people events. Right. Okay. Right. But we have a lot of little or, or smaller presentation or uh, group based yeah, events more, along more, the way. More group based, right. So we've got um Smart. Yeah, so in specifically Cleveland. that's the one I wanted to talk about was okay. Smart. We have a book signing there. We're gonna be doing the presentation What's Love Got to Do with MS. Mm-hmm. And um we will be doing so if you happen to live in um, Nebraska, Omaha, right. and you said, man, I'd always want to see Dan and Dawn, but I can't make it to Columbus. Right. It's only a 19-hour tr- 
drive to Cleveland. <laughs> but there's a play party, so it's good. Yes, balance. yes. There's a play. So there'll be. They usually meet for dinner beforehand, and then there'll be the workshop, and then there'll be the play party. So, and we'll also be doing a book signing. Our yes. books will be in by yes. then. <laughs> Please. Yes, they will. I've I've got the I've got the tracking number. They are on the way. And then the last thing before we get into the. Or back to, I should say, the topic of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the Prestige Group is a group here in Ohio as well. Yes. And they've got a bunch of stuff going on. And, for example, on this September 24th, they have a family day game. Family, hey, we're actually home. September 24th, mm-hmm. they have a family game, game day. day in Columbus, Ohio. Wow. Board games, movies, LARPing activities. Yay. <laughs> and then on November 19th, a fire intensive, so all day fire play. Ooh, with extra special Tom. Marker, Marker Penny and Girl. Penny Girl. Yeah, Matreya, bunch of other people. Fire. Wow, Jaded Hyde. Woohoo. And they also have some Thanksgiving and New Year's Eve stuff coming up as well. Nice. You can actually uh, find out all about that stuff via FetLife. Um, or you can just call them. They have their own phone number, 9 Three seven nine eight five BDSM, and that'll keep Love it. <laughs> all right, so that gets through all that stuff. It does. It so, does. And on to our topic. Except, except we need people to rate. We need people to rate us on iTunes. What did you tell me the other day? We have a lot of. We have ratings. a lot of ratings on iTunes. That doesn't mean we don't value <laughs> more, though. But. Yay! <laughs> very so, nice. That, very nice that people are reach. You know, going out to iTunes and giving yes. us a couple stars, and for the most part, our average is five stars, and that's very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, people enjoy the podcast. Oh, one other thing I want to mention too. So go out yes. on iTunes, but uh, so oh, podcast listeners. So we put a poll out on the erotic, uh, Fit Life Erotic Awakening group. Who would you? So we have two Mondays where we don't have a podcaster, right? And we oh, said, who yay. would you like to have? Yay. So uh, one of them, uh, people that we have in mind, is going to be at Cope, and we're going to talk to them. Oh. But the other person, so, so podcast listeners, so shh, listen, you guys told us the most popular vote <laughs> came in from Melina. Right. Melina Williams, uh, uh, title holder, presenter, f- nice person, fun person. All around great gal. All around great gal. <laughs> Between today, Thursday, and Saturday, you should like write her and post her and say, oh, we want you on the podcast, because we're going to go talk to her on Saturday, and we're right. going to pitch that we would like her on here. Mm-hmm. So, And then we have somebody else as well that we're going to be talking to, but that's still a secret. That one's still a secret. So that's that. <laughs> um, are we ready for the end bump? No. I think so. So no, uh, no, 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 no. We still got stuff to talk about. But, but yeah, so rate us on iTunes, tweet us on Twitter, and, and we've actually been getting some twits And we have Twitter. Yeah, somebody, somebody <laughs> new liked us on Facebook today. Yes. So, um, topic. Topic. Sex without dick and vagina. Without dick and vagina. <laughs> I almost um, said dick and Jane. <laughs> and really, you know what? Really funny. I heard a story somebody was telling the other day. Oh, you know what? Dick and dick or dick and ass or... No, go ahead. It was a dick and ass story. And I don't think it was on a podcast, but I think it was the same night. Yeah, it was the same night. I won't say who it was, but somebody was saying, oh, well, when I was in high school, I wanted to graduate high school and still be a virgin. Mm -hmm. So I only... uh, So I had anal intercourse. Right. Is that the right term? Yeah, anal sex. Anal Anal intercourse. Right. 
Um, and actually, I know a couple people have done it, so that's I not that know unusual. A couple. I'm raising my hand. <laughs> but instead of vaginal intercourse. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, it, it, well, for me, it wasn't about not being a virgin, but it was more about not getting pregnant. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's a great reason. Um, so that so, but really, what I want to talk about is alternatives. Is getting out of the mindset that sex is about a dick going in a pussy. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, if we talk about non-boy-girl couplings, it's obvious that there are a variety of ways you can do a wonderful, meaningful sexual experience that doesn't mm-hmm. involve a dick going in a pussy. Right. Um, I would love, I, I, and I, so we're, I'm not going to touch on those too much because I want to bring on actual guests. I want to have guests, you know, gay males on the show talk, you know, about gay sex. Yeah, to see if it's always about the dick. Yeah, right? Or mm-hmm. to see what it is about for them. Right. And we'll have uh, women that identify as lesbians mm-hmm. and talk about, you know, what is it like to not have, you know, a dick and a pussy. You know, how do you guys do it? Right. Because um, I can't always use a strap on. There's got to be other methods. And I've been with other females before. There's definitely other things to do. <laughs> so I think that would just be wonderful episodes to have in our archive mm-hmm. for people that are starting to explore that area of their sexuality and maybe wants a little bit of guidance, just like you and I do podcasts about right. our Boy-girl sex. Mm-hmm. You know, why do not have some archives of girl-girl sex, boy-boy sex? What it's Absolutely. like, what to look for, what works well, uh, favorite lubes. I don't know what they're going to talk about. We'll let them have that conversation. I don't know, but could we have like a voyeuristic show like we've done with the masturbation one I have before? no problem with that. This is why we need a video <laughs> podcast. Yes. <laughs> so talk to me about sex with your clothes on. Oh, sex with my clothes on. I love sex with my clothes on. So it's, it's a, to me, you get into the, the energetic part of it. You get into the, the other spots besides the three erogenous zones that everybody tends to aim for. You know, I love to have foreplay with clothes on. You know, so you you don't have to go for the shirt and then the pants and then the socks and the, you know, whatever. It, it, it's being naked is nice, but it's not needed. So I like someone to make love to. I was getting ready to say my elbow. My elbow really hurts right <laughs> now, so that wouldn't work. So, but I'd like someone to make love to my neck or my back or, you know, it doesn't have to involve the other naughty bits. Mm-hmm. One of the things I talked about earlier was about the te- uh, tantric and Taoist and some other methodologies about sexuality that does not necessarily involve orgasm mm-hmm. or ejaculation, I should say. But if we even say it doesn't include orgasm as well. You and I found earlier in our relationship that there's mm-hmm. a, uh, quite accidentally we validated some of these techniques of raising energy and separating the importance of orgasm from Sex. Yes. Now, orgasms are nice and wonderful, and everyone enjoys them, and they're earth-shattering, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But it's really interesting to go, and not, and we're not talking about orgasm denial. No, not at all. As a matter of fact, it seems to be more about um, um, embracing the energy that's raised before an orgasm. So it's not orgasm denial, like a, a punishment, or it's not allowed, or whatever, but it's more of the, that, that's a very, neg- not a very negative, but that's the word I'm going to use right now, but it's more about the positive side of 
all that stuff you can do to build that energy. And like you said, we, we figured that out before we even knew that people practice this. You know, we just wanted to see, well, sometimes we only had time to, to do a little bit of, of stroking and eye gazing and, you know, neck biting and finger nibbling and stuff like that. And we started feeling that energy raise. Mm-hmm. And then we would go back to what we were doing. And for us, that meant go back to work and, and come across each other and just bear. See, I can feel the tingles right <laughs> now, you know, and you're across the table. But um, to just feel the energy as we walked by each other. And it was like, wow, this is what happens when you don't have an orgasm. That energy spreads throughout your body mm-hmm. instead of being localized in one place. Now, for, from a male perspective, there's tricks mm-hmm. to it. You can't just not have an orgasm. You know, all guys have heard of the whole blue, <laughs> balls, blue balls thing, right? And it's a legitimate, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know about concern, but it's a legitimate thing. I mean, if I go without, or if I do have sexual energy built up, Without that release, you do mm-hmm. end up with some aching in the nuts. Mm-hmm. That's what blue balls is. <laughs> there are some breathing techniques that you can use and some energetic techniques that you can use to spread that through your body better. Mm-hmm. And uh, as a matter of fact, one of the books that I've read, uh, well, the Taoist books suggest that, you know, unless you use these, if you build sexual energy and not use these breathing techniques, then you become a very angry man. Hmm. You know, um, I, I use the technique, so I don't know. I don't know that right. I ever got angry about it. I much prefer the the breathing it up and letting that energy spread throughout you so that... And I tell you, I just love going extended periods without having an orgasm. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, I've had periods in my life where um, I've avoided intercourse to mm-hmm. make sure that I avoid orgasm. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to deal, you know, to toy with that... See, I don't know if you call, you don't probably don't consider that celibacy because I think celibacy no. is non-sexual in general. Right, right. So, but no, I like the. See, and I still think you can, ha- even though we're talking about not having intercourse, but you know, it, you can still use that in there and not have an orgasm, and you know, and still build that energy and and have an energetic orgasm Mm -hmm. oh my god those are like fantastic when you can spread that energy through your body and not just be localized i mean i I can't speak for guys i can speak for girls sometimes that energy just just gets very localized in the clit Mm -hmm. the clitoris and uh (laughs) and and but if you can get it to spread out through your body I mean, that's when I tell people that I play with that I don't want to have an orgasm, it totally blows their mind. But usually it's because they're used to what a physical orgasm Mm -hmm. is. Anymore, I've learned how to breathe and have intention of spreading the energy throughout my body. So when I have an orgasm, it's, it's, it's an energetic one and a physical one. So it just totally wipes me out at the end. Mm -hmm. So I would rather keep building that energy it makes me more aware of life around me absolutely yeah the um and it's wonderful for men with lower sex drives Mm -hmm. because what happens if you're a man with a lower sex drive and like say your your sex drive puts you at about wanting to have to to having an orgasmic moment every three months Mm -hmm. or so let's say every month right um by avoiding orgasm either via ejaculatory control or any other method, Mm -hmm. it allows your body's testosterone to build up and stay built up and continue to build up and stay at a heightened level as Mm -hmm. long as you continue to engage in some sensual 
activity. Right. What I and it, it's been um, a very effective tool for times when I've had a lower than I like sex drive. You know, it allows my you know all the physiologically. My testosterone might be low, and I'm going to use the words that, as if I was a medical professional, but this is my <laughs> understanding of them. But it allows me to, to build up that level and continue to be hot. And it's like being 18 all over again, where you're always right. horny, where somebody turning a doorknob turns you on. It's like, oh, yeah, let's turn that doorknob. So, well, I think that it builds up endorphins and stuff, too. I, th- I think there is a chemical thing there, as like you said, as well as the energetic thing. But I love building up that energy and and you of course there's all the obvious methods but when you're not using the intercourse you become more mindful of other things that you can do mm-hmm. so it's not um the wham bam thank you ma'am or the repetitive motion though it's cool for a little bit can become very monotonous i like all the other stuff you know that can be done some of the stuff that i mentioned and you know when that energy builds up Oh my God, what we used to do, we used to play like for 10 or 15 minutes every night Mm -hmm. and build that energy and not have an orgasm and then roll over and go to sleep Mm -hmm. and go to sleep with that energy spread through our bodies, you know, and we would tell people, you know, we haven't had an orgasm in six weeks and they're like, Oh my God, you haven't had sex in six weeks. It's like, no, that's not what we're saying. We're actually doing something every night, Mm -hmm. but we've built that energy so high that like, yeah, anybody you touch, you can feel the breeze on the hair of your arms. You can feel when you get close to someone else, your shields kind of drop mm-hmm. because you're playing with all this energy in your body without realizing it. Hell, I can feel the trees when I walk by the trees. You know, you can just feel the energy that's in the world. It, mm-hmm. it, it's a very heightened awareness. So it's just, it's really cool. <laughs> So how do you what what kind of play? Let's switch top switch gears okay. a little bit. What kind of play do you do that does not involve my or someone else's penis going into your vagina? And let's avoid the obvious. I mean, yeah. obviously, big fans of the oral pleasures, mm-hmm. uh, and and but let's avoid that. What other kind of stuff? What stuff can you do that that wouldn't be so ad- mm, obvious? So obvious. Well, like I said, just the the other foreplay stuff. I mean, the the biting and nibbling on the neck, Mm -hmm. you know, the biting and nibbling on the ears, tugging of my hair, you know, anything like that. Um, Any sort of, oh, stroking the inner thighs, Mm -hmm. you know, you can do anything, anything like that. And, And, you know, if the guy has ED, you know, you've still got the... The playing with, if he likes nipple play, you know, you've got that and kissing and. One of the things that mm. we, one of the things that we do, one of the, the things we do is we have a, what we call a Kadishti blanket. Yes. And what that does is it has a very, it has a small diamond shaped hole cut out of a, a nice silky blanket. Yeah. And the, the hole is about the size of a, oh, I don't know, a pair of decks of cards next to each other, right? Mm-hmm. And you use that and you put it on a naked body and you put the, the, the hole Say over any old spot, doesn't matter what spot, it could mm-hmm. be an upper arm or a leg or lower a tummy back. or a yeah. lower back or whatever. And what you do is you say, All right, this is the erogenous yes. zone. I'm going to give it the same attention I would give a pussy or a cock or any mm-hmm. other sensual part. And it allows you to, to make love to a particular spot on a body. And the neat thing, what it does is two things is it, it just it, uh, 
aligns the, the nerves on that part of the body, says, hey, all of my body feels the same because I'm all covered up in the same blanket, except this one spot. This right. one spot has a different, there's a different temperature, there's a different feel, there's something different going on there. So I'm going to bring, your body just brings the nerves and attention to that spot. Mm-hmm. And then when somebody applies sensual energy to that spot, it's very erotic, very much turn on. Absolutely. Very naughty. Absolutely. So, you know, one of the things that you do when when you work with the blanket or work without the blanket is you set the intent of having sensual sexual energy, knowing you're not going to have the intercourse, Mm -hmm. you know, and then you have mindfulness of the moment because there's no goal. You know, usually people don't orgasm unless there is something to do with with penis and vagina or oral mm-hmm. sex or something like that. So if you take that out of the equation and you're just working with each other's connection, you know, you have to have that mindfulness there to make it work. Mm-hmm. Now, so far we've talked about non-orgasmic stuff. Right. But there certainly is or- orgasmic play that mm-hmm. doesn't involve penis and vagina sex. Absolutely. For example, comes to mind is sit across from your partner mm-hmm. and put, you know, on kind of squat, uh, Indian, what do you call it? Indian seat? Yeah. Kind of squatting on the floor across from each other. Right. And put forehead to forehead mm-hmm. and jerk yourself off and master each other, <laughs> not masturbate each other. Right, oh, right. That's fun. But self-pleasure. Self-pleasure. And just breathe with your partner and look into your partner's eyes. And if they're shy, have them close their Mm-hmm. You know, close their eyes. That's fine, too. But hearing each other, being involved with each other intimately like yes. that. Um, very erotic, very hot, very nice change of pace sort of sex as well. Mm-hmm. Um, There's an energy conduit that's built absolutely. with that as well, where your forehead to forehead and that, yeah. that sexual energy and the microcosmic orbit mm-hmm. shared between two. On, on the other hand, I'm you could... I'm tingling just talking about it. Stay with us. Stay with us. You certainly could do a mutual masturbation. Mm-hmm. Soon, where you're playing with each... You know, mm-hmm. playing with your partner instead of each other. Yes. Um, and then the other one that... Um, you know, this doesn't even get into the whole... I mean, the, the realm is just getting... And now that I'm thinking about it, this topic's huge. we got phone sex, which you've done... A, you know, mm-hmm. or just dirty talk allows this sex. BDSM. It's not penetrative sex, mm-hmm. but you can have orgasms. I mean, we are kinky. We might as well mention it. There's, there's um, ways to spank people, you know, where orgasms can happen. There's pressure points. There's, mm-hmm. you know, there's all kinds of stuff. Sometimes it's just the mind, you know. Sometimes just, just you coming up behind me and, like I said, grabbing my hair. You know, that's almost an instant orgasm sometimes. Mm-hmm. So that there's ways that you punch my thighs, You know, one that works, um, which, you know, you can, is the good old dry humping. Oh, my God, yes. Um, Using that. And, you know, and and a cousin of dry humping is fucking thighs. Mm -hmm. You know, I I remember in uh, a previous marriage, um, there was a wife that's vagina was not available. Mm-hmm. So I would fuck her thighs instead, and that was very hot for us. Oh yeah. So I tell you, I don't know. I mean, like, I feel like we started down a path. Fucking the boobs. Fucking the boobs. Oh. Good. <laughs> I just feel like we've started down a path that's much bigger than we thought it would be. Yeah. So we'll I, have I to we'll come is. back to this topic someday with a more clearly defined. I bet you. There, well, there's topics within this topic. Yeah, yeah. That could be totally me. focused on. Yeah. So I mean, for us, I went into it thinking about the energy orgasm, you know, mm-hmm. and there are ways of learning how to do that. 
to where with the breathing and the eye gazing and just just light touching that you can bring an orgasm to someone and and it's amazing Mm -hmm. so but yeah there's a whole realm out there so orgasm or not penetration or not (sighs) sex is a big world we have to try it all (laughs) (laughs) and then we'll podcast about it yes Want to have your product, event, charity, or service as the first thing listeners hear about on our podcast? For only $18, you can have the front bump on our show that reaches listeners around the world. Contact us at Dane and Dawn. I'm trying to do it without the bumps in it. The bumps. <laughs> Contact us at Dane and Dawn at eroticawakening.com. Did you know you could buy the new, highly acclaimed book, Living MS by Dan and Dawn? Or support them by buying Erotic Awakening t-shirts, messenger bags, or coffee mugs. All items can be found by simply visiting the shop and support page of the Erotic Awakening website. Any dollar and 20 cents we make from anything sold on the site goes directly back into the continuing educational mission of Erotic Awakening. Erotic Awakening is grateful for the support of The Kink Shop. The Kink Shop provides quality merchandise at affordable prices and features various BDSM implements created for lifestylers by lifestylers. Visit them online at www.thekinkshop.com. Ooh. And much of the music heard on Erotic Awakening is provided by Pocket Universe. For music that's been crafted and designed specifically for scenes that can range from sensual to dynamic. Visit them at www.thepocket... Ah, no, no, no. <laughs> www.pocketuniversemusic.com. Bye, Don. Bye, Dan. Bye, Dan.